You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Well, the uh, malaise continues for uh, Sacramento as they come up empty tonight. A much better second half than a first half. Much better. But, you know, you can't give up 74 points in the first half and win a lot of games in the NBA. Occasionally. All right? But not tonight. Very disappointing with another game tomorrow. This is the post-game show. Ryan and Sacktown will join me in just a minute. 122 to 114, the final Dallas beats Sacramento Ryan in Sacktown and yours truly here on the postgame show. Much better second half, but, you know, it's a four-quarter game. It's not a 24-minute game. And certainly the third and fourth quarters you can hang your hat on. But, boy, that first quarter was awful. That's where the Kings lost the game. And they now uh, have another game with Dallas tomorrow with Luka coming back. So uh, this is going to be a very challenging game. But let's talk about tonight. Second half, that's the team you want to see more often, Ryan. Yeah, Grant, that, that's the exact team you want to see. And uh, sometimes it makes it all that more frustrating not understanding why this team can't do that from the get-go. Why does their back have to be against the wall? But they've got to get that figured out. But we at least we know they are capable. All right. Fox led the way with 33 for Sacramento. Uh, Sabonis had 18, 11 rebounds and seven assists. Uh, Keegan Murray had uh, 16 points off the bench. Davis with nine. And Monk with eight, Metu with a seven. Dallas shoots 49% for the game and 42% from beyond the from beyond the arc. Sacramento, 54%, which is very good, but only nine of 27 from beyond the three-point line. And Dallas wins. And uh, I thought even though the game from a uh, five of 14 is not very good, but here's what's very good for Kyrie Irving. 25 points and only 14 shots is big-time production. That's very efficient. He made 12 of 12 from the line. And here's something else he did in this game, Ryan. He had 10 assists and only two turnovers. Talking about Kyrie Irving. Yeah, very impressive. Um, Kyrie's mid-range game is absolutely amazing, and he knows how to use his body, especially when he gets down low, which gets him to the line. Um, him distributing the ball, that that's scary. If he starts doing that, especially with Luka on the floor, um, watch out for the Mavericks. It's yep. going to be real interesting for them. Oh, boy. Uh, well, you know, again, um, I'm, I'm well aware that they just got back from a seven-game trip. And you know what else I'm well aware of? I'm well aware of excuses in the NBA. All right? All teams go on the road and all teams play at home. And I am aware of that. We talked about that earlier in the week. It is sometimes difficult to start your engines when you come back from a long road trip. I'm very well aware of that. But, you know, you can make excuses all you want to make yourself feel better. 
what excuse do you have for the way the Kings have been playing for the last four weeks? What do you want to blame it on? They're tired. Do you want to blame it on that they had a couple of road games? Do you want to blame it on? What are you going to blame it on now? Stop making excuses, okay? This team over the last four weeks has not played well. They haven't played well. And if you want to, you know, tell yourself that, well, they lost because of this, uh, because they were on a long road trip, or they, go ahead, make yourself feel better. But I, I deal in reality. I'm not here to make you feel better. I'm here to tell you the reality. And Ryan and I have been very honest about this. We don't think the team's playing well right now. Yeah, their record is very good. Yeah, they're third in the West. But being third in the West in February doesn't mean anything. doesn't mean squat, all right? This team has a very difficult schedule coming up, and this type of basketball is not going to get it done. No, not at all. It's got to be four-quarter basketball, right, Grant? We can't have yep. the highs and the lows. Um, but, you know, looking at straight up tonight, Harrison Barnes, right? We, we yep. only got eight points from him. That's a difference in the game for the yep. Kings. Um, the bench, we, we only got, I think it was like 24 or 25 points from them. Um, there has to be more consistency and you talk about the team not playing well. I'm going to point you back to one game, the Raptors game in Sacramento, Mm -hmm. the Raptors figured out a way to defend Sacramento very, very well that night, probably the best that I had seen this season from any Mm -hmm. team. And it makes me wonder if there's a formula out there because since that game, this team has not been shooting the ball that well. And it looks like they're trying to run them off the three-point line a little bit, and we're still shooting the three regardless. The only exception was that 140 game against Houston, which, again, they're the worst team in the league. So you're 100% correct. Their strategy on Sabonis was very good, and it does seem like teams are starting to defend this team a little bit differently, and they haven't had an answer for it. I mean, this Kings team, without Luka Doncic on the floor, okay, Dallas still has good players, but the Kings only scored 114 tonight. That's below their average. That's, That's below their offensive average. They're at home, where, by the way, their home record is not very good. Their home record is now 16 and 12. That's a that's not a good home record, 16 and 12, ladies and gentlemen. That must get better. Yeah, it's really backwards from the days the Kings were, you know, in their heydays, right? They mm-hmm. only lost like a handful of games this season. Um, it'll improve with time, obviously, as this team matures and the crowd continues to get louder and louder, but they have to, if they are going to be in the playoffs, take advantage of their home court. Because by all accounts, we have the best fans in the NBA. Yeah, giving up 45 points in the first quarter is horrendous, and uh, things are starting to go south. They're, they're not going to start to go south quickly. They already have begun to go Very south. Hard. Th- this team is going south right now. That That is not even debatable, in my opinion. They have a nice cushion, all right, and good for them because they're going to need that cushion with their schedule that they have coming up. But this quality of basketball that we've seen over the last couple of weeks is not going to keep the Kings – in the upper half of the Western Conference bracket. And here's something else you do not want to have happen. You want to make sure that you finish one through six in the West this year. Because if you happen to finish seventh and you have to play the Lakers and the Warriors, hypothetically in the play-in, I don't like that recipe for success. And I don't know what's going to happen, but that's a scenario. So you want to make sure that you have one of the top six spots in the West. And right now, the Kings, in my opinion, are going to have to play a hell of a lot better than they are now to be his top six seed. Well, it's not just the Lakers and the Warriors. I don't want to see the Kings in a one-game scenario or a two-game scenario, period. You know, they've got to have a four-game or a seven-game series if they're going to have any chance to get out of that Mm -hmm. first round, regardless of who they're playing. Well, Anita, uh, you got to remember, Luka's going to come back tomorrow, and we don't know how he and 
Kyrie Irving are going to be, they have not been on the floor yet together. So they're going to be figuring one another out. But that also, you know, you look at Sacramento now preparing for the game tomorrow. And by the way, it's not official that Luca is back tomorrow. We just assume that he is going to be back. But defensively now, you have Kyrie Irving, you have Luka Doncic, and you have to have a different game plan than you had tonight. Yeah, well, look at the trouble they had on the pick and roll tonight, right? With Kyrie and some of the other guys on Dallas. You run a pick and roll with Kyrie and Luka? Oh, boy. My goodness. Pick your poison. Man. Uh, Monk is hurt. What happened to Monk? Uh, looked like he tweaked his ankle, uh, rolled it inside rather than outside. Yeah. It didn't so... look that bad, though. Was it bad? Did, it, did they say it was bad? No. Um, I didn't get a, or see a report on the status of it. It didn't look terrible, but he was mm-hmm. in some pain there for a second. And uh, you're right. There will be no easy games. Listen, if you if you have to get a gift to beat Houston, all right? And again, that happens in the NBA. I'm not trying to magnify that game any more than I need to. But the reality is the Kings have struggled a little bit. I don't know about that. You know, Keegan is a perimeter player. I mean, I, I think there is some truth to that. Um, I think and the that's Kings a conversation. Dominated in the paint. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I think that's a conversation about Keegan. Um, just like the Kings tonight, you know, it, we see him play that terrible first half and they're not doing anything, but then yeah. we see the second half, they're capable. We see Keegan being capable in flashes of mm-hmm. driving to the hoop, getting into the mid-range, but he prefers the three. So yeah, there there is a conversation there. It's going to come with, you know, become more of a veteran and picking his spots. Well, you know, as far as crushing you, you got crushed tonight, really. I mean, I know the final score doesn't indicate that, but you got crushed tonight. So you can't be, in my opinion, not going to be any worse tomorrow night than tonight. And what about changing the lineup? Kevin Herter not being able to make threes. Keegan Murray, do you, I, I know you don't panic. I'm not saying you panic and you make wholesale changes, right. but you, you mentioned this earlier on the halftime, or you may have talked about it with, us on the last post-game show, at some point, do you think about tinkering with this lineup a little bit to get this team playing more consistently? Yeah, I I think you have to, Grant, at this point. And you saw Mike Brown kind of tinker with rotations um, with the guys off the bench tonight. Um, I, I would say before Malik got hurt, maybe thinking about putting Malik in that role, um, yeah. at two, instead of Kevin bringing Kevin off the bench. Um, another one would be maybe having Keegan come off the bench mm-hmm. and then have Trey Lyle step into the starting lineup, a little bit more veteran experience there, a little bit more rebounding to start the game. You know, we talked about the Kings not getting a, a reserve big at the deadline yesterday. Look at a guy like JaVale McGee tonight. 19 minutes. He had 11 points and nine rebounds. He was a big factor for Dallas off the bench. He was. He was. Um, and that's that's the kind of player where it's not going to take a lot to get them, but that small impact that they can have. You and Larry Kruger were talking about this with the Warriors championship teams, right? And they didn't value the back end of that bench and those mm-hmm. role players that they had, you know, your Iguodala's, um, some of the other guys. And JaVel McGee is just that guy. That it, They're so valuable to the team. All right. Well, um, you know, we get a lot of questions. Is it too late for this? Too late for that? No, there are players um, that are going to be available, if that's what you're asking, that are being bought out. And I think, you know, if you're Monty McNair, you got to be looking right now for some help in those areas. So we'll see. You know, we'll see. But right now, 
you lose 122 to 114 and you have Phoenix who went in and beat Indiana pretty handily tonight. And you have to play them Tuesday before the all-star break after the game tomorrow. So, you know, again, I understand that the record is very good. Seven games over 500. And that is very, very good. Better be careful right now. This thing could collapse in a hurry. You better be very careful right now. Yeah. And everybody upset that they didn't make a big move or a splash at the deadline. This is why they, they yep. this is fragile. They have a decent core together that's used to playing with each other, but they've got to get back to what they were doing to get to where they are right now. I don't know if I would want Patrick Beverly on the team. I really don't. There's a reason why Patrick Beverly is being moved all the time. There's a reason why Minnesota moved him. There's a reason why the Lakers have moved him. Um, and he's going to be bought out. I'd be a little leery about that, to be honest with you. I really would. But we'll see. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Monty is able to go out and get somebody uh, that's going to be bought out. But then again, you know, those players have to want to go play in Sacramento, such as a Reggie Jackson and some of the other guys. So, you know, time will tell. We'll see. We'll see. But here's what I do know. That first half was awful tonight for Sacramento. And you you talked about this at half. I give credit to Dallas. They did play a perfect yeah. half. 23 assists, two turnovers. That's unbelievable. Rarely seen these days in the NBA. Yeah. Um, the three-point shooting scene. Uh, but, yeah, uh, absolutely credit to them for coming out. And uh, without Luka, playing a heck of a game. And really putting this game out of reach in the yeah. first half. All right. So again, uh, the final 122 to uh, 114 and uh, the Kings with the loss now go to seven games uh, over 500 with Dallas on the schedule tomorrow. We look at the updated standings uh, in the West. Okay, so Sacramento is now 31 and 24. And to give you an idea how locked in they are. All right. To the third spot. They're now three full games behind second Memphis. They're only one game up on fourth place Dallas. Okay, and a game and a half up on fifth place Phoenix and a game and a half up on sixth place L.A. Clippers and only, okay, only three games up on the seventh, eighth and ninth place teams, respectively, Golden State, New Orleans and Minnesota. So you better hope, all right, that you don't get a bad stretch here because you will tumble in a hurry in this Western Conference. Well, Grant, arguably, we are in a bad stretch. <laughs> Let's be honest about that yeah. right now. And uh, Lydia, I want to respond to your comment. Uh, that's what Grant and I are talking about right now. Um, this team is not where they were at at the start of the season to where they built themselves to the three seed. Um, so they've got to get this fixed. They are not right. And it's mm-hmm. figuring out what the problem is. And unless we go to the buyout market, like Grant said, you know the pieces. So now it's time to play with your chess pieces. I would find it hard to believe, and I hope I don't eat my words on this, that Dallas would play better tomorrow with Luka on the floor for the first time with Kyrie Irving. I I, I just, I would have a hard time believing that they're going to be able to score 74 points in the first half and, and, you know, control the game the way they did for not, I mean, the Kings won the second half, so I give them credit, but I don't know. We'll see. You know, maybe this will be kind of a practice game for Dallas, and maybe the Kings can take advantage of that. Yeah, Grant, I I think you're going to see a little bit of a different game, right? It's going to be more dominant between Luka and Kyrie if they come out together. You're not going to have as many shots from some of the guys that went off tonight for Dallas uh, Mm -hmm. behind the arc. But then again, you have Luka and Kyrie, two of the top stars in the NBA. So if both of them get going, all bets are off. Well, I can't judge Davion because he's only in a second year. So I would have to judge him after a third year. Very good defensively, liabilities offensively. You know, that that's in a, a quick thing. All right. So, you know, again, um, 
You are right, Harry. This could be, end up not working. All right, but we're not going to find out tomorrow. Okay, we, we're not going to have the answer to that question until we watch them play for a significant number of games. I mean, you got to be fair exactly. here. All right, you got to be fair. You got to give them a chance, right? Exactly. And everybody's got to take a deep breath, too, about the other teams in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. We're saying these teams are so much better now. Yeah, you're looking at them on paper. They have not played together yet. And so it takes time to build that chemistry with each other. So the Kings are still in this. No no panic here. All right. Glad to have you with us here on the post-game show brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. Just go to sacserviceplumbing.com or call the number on your screen. That's New Works Plumbing. They've got a fix for you. And I also want to say thank you very much to all of you. We had over 10,000 people on the platform watching a halftime show, both here on YouTube, Periscope, and Facebook Live. So uh, thank you very much. That's pretty amazing for a 15-minute show to have that many people. So thank you very, very much. But tonight, yeah, go ahead. Hey, Grant, I think that was so cool that maybe we should ask uh, everybody in the chat what you should rant about tonight for two nights in a row. You know what? So, I like that idea. Let's okay. do it. And, and, and Ryan, I'm going to let you be the judge. You're going to you're going to look at them and you're going to you're going to decide. You're going to pick right. one out unless unless I see one that I absolutely love. All okay? right. Then then I'm going to let you pick it out. All right. Sounds good. My eyes are peeled or looking at the chat right now. So get get your rant chops ready. Yep. Uh, I'm agree with you. I don't know why the Kings have such a difficult time winning uh, at home. Uh, I'm not going to talk about Katie's commentary because I've never heard Katie commentate a game. So I can't rant on something that I am not aware of. Uh, I'm certainly not ranting on Monty McNair. Uh, why would I rant on Monty McNair? Are you freaking kidding me? What you the hell am I going to rant you, on him? Huh? <laughs> I said you might rant on the chatter now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that's a great point. Should I keep my glasses on or take them off? I don't like my glasses, but I have to see it to read the box score. So I can't. That would be. um. I could rant on that, but I'm, I want to get some more ideas, you know? Yeah, let's get some more ideas. I'm going to yeah. hit it with you. It's going to hit me as soon as I see one, so keep them coming. All right. Uh, the fans are great here. There's no question about that, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, the All-Star game is what it is. It's 100% entertainment purposes. I know, didn't you tell me that you thought the game was a lot better last year? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, certainly there was the Kobe tributes that yep. boosted the ratings, but I like the new scoring system that they put in. I, I think that's fun. Yeah. I, I don't know how anyone could rag on Monty McNair. If you are ragging on him, then you know what? Shame on you. You know? Shame on you. Seriously. Absolutely. All right. Rant on riding the wave of 10 thousand viewers well that would be a positive rant you're right and positive rants are good but they don't have the same effect as a negative rant but i could do that absolutely you know uh rant about boogie cousins i'm not going to rant about him no, all right no I'm, that's I, off I, no you know yeah. not going to do you that save your boogie ones absolutely uh well what do you think um what are we, should we panic or not yet uh no not yet. Not yet. This team sample size, they've proven it. You know what? This is why we don't panic the second half tonight. They, yep. they've shown that they had two or three 24 second violation tonight where they caused against the Mavs and they can play defense. They can. It's just, what do you have to do to get them to do it? What, yep. what is that motivating factor? All right. I am going to do a rant and I'm going to choose this one. All right. 
And there's a reason why I haven't put this moron up on the screen. Let me tell you something right now. If your life is so sorry ass, all right, and you got to join a show like this where we're talking about a basketball team and all you want to do is act like an ass and show everyone in the stream how freaking stupid you are. And hey, look at me. Maybe Grant will put up my chat and I can show everyone what a freaking moron I am. Brandon, that would be you with a capital M. You are a moron. You are an idiot. And I wish I had a device here where I could just block you and just go, boom, gone. Bye-bye. That's what I wish I could do. But I don't really have that technology. And if I do, somebody's going to have to teach me how to keep your sorry-ass messages off my damn computer screen. You know what, Brandon? I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go where there's a mirror, all right? And I want you to stand in front of the mirror, put your phone down, and I want you to point. Okay, that means you're pointing at yourself. And I want you to say, Brandon, Grant's right. You are a freaking moron. You're embarrassing. So I will do a rant on the morons and the trolls that have such a miserable life that they get off on joining a live stream for 20 minutes or 30 minutes and just can see how stupid we can be. <clears throat> hey. Enjoy the rest of your life. Have fun. I wonder what your family members think. Do they go, oh, my God, I don't want him coming to our party. I don't want him coming to Christmas or Thanksgiving. Really? I got to be around this moron? This idiot? Yeah, Brandon, my rant is on you. Now, you know what Brandon's doing right now? He's on his phone telling all of his guys, oh, my God, Grant is doing a rant on me. I can't believe it. Oh, my God, Grant's talking about me. Yeah, I am talking about you. You know what I'm talking to you about? You're an absolute embarrassment. And that is my bonus rant on the post-game show today. There we have it. Brandon, my man, my man, Grant just saved you 25 bucks on Cameo. So yeah. uh, pull your phone out. <laughs> oh, my Ooh. God. Oh, my God. Oh, that was good. Whoever oh suggested that, that was good. Well uh. done. I hey, feel Brandon, like that was your... too. Go ahead. That was low-hanging fruit, though. Come on. Yeah, I know. That but was you kind know of low-hanging. Yeah. You know what? My pleasure. <laughs> My pleasure. You know, I'm happy to do that for you. Donald, thank you very much. Cody, thank you. I'm happy to uh, make the good fans, the fans with brains in their head, I like to make them very happy. All right? And here's another one that I like. Thank you, Grant. You said what we were all thinking, like always. <laughs> Not always, Tim. Not always. Okay. Just sometimes, just sometimes. All right. Was that okay? Did I, Ryan, did I stepped on your toes a little bit by picking the rant instead of letting you pick it out? No, no, that was perfect. That one, you know what? That is on me. That slipped by me. I would have gone right there. It's got me fired up. I want to rant now. So, but I need a good reason. You guys Uh, got a mini one the other night about Katie and the broadcast team. Oh yeah. Do Ryan next. How am I going to rant on Ryan? I can't rant on Ryan. Are you kidding me? I'd be freaking lost without Ryan. He's great. I love Ryan. I can't rant on you. What am I going to rant on you about? That'd be kind of funny, though. Yeah. (laughs) Like the Ryan roast. (laughs) Maybe sometime. Maybe sometime. Yeah. yeah. I could do a rant on Kevin Herters, but but here's the deal. I've been doing the NBA for uh, 32 years, right? In 32 years, you know what? I don't ever recall talking to a player meeting a player or watching a player that missed a shot on purpose, unless it was at the foul line where you were down by, you know, one or two points and there was a half a second left 
and you had to miss the shot in order to get an offensive rebound to try to win the game. That's the right, only time right. I've ever seen a player in the NBA miss a shot on purpose. So I'm not going to rant on Kevin Herter because he's out there busting his ass. By the way, Kevin Herter was 60% shooting in this game. He was 6 of 10. Yeah, he missed his threes, but he was 6 of 10. I'm not going to rant on a guy that's giving an effort and playing hard because he's missing shots. I'm never going to rant on a player that's missing shots. Now, I will rant if I feel the shot selection is a poor one. I don't really have a problem with Kevin Herter's shot selection. He's just not making shots right now. Yeah, you know what? If you are putting effort out, I don't know if you saw the video that Kevin put out of his routine. He hit, you know, a ton of threes and then hit them basically all over the court. Um, You know, if you have effort, then you're not rant worthy. But when Mm -hmm. you're just, you know, not putting out the effort, then you're starting to get into that territory. Um, I saw one here. Hey, I I forget your name. Because this is like the second or third time this has come up, all right? I I think it was Miguel. Miguel, is that you? I'm pretty sure. Miguel, do I look like I have a box of water behind me that I'm about to get in and try to escape out of? Miguel, do I have a saw with two assistants that's going to cut me in half? Do you see any handcuffs? David Blaine? What freaking century are you living in? I remember growing up watching David Blaine when I was eight years old. David (laughs) Blaine? You can't come up with anything fresher than that? How about you disappear, Miguel, with your David Blaine references? And we got a Grant's rant. We got a Ryan's rant. Wow. I like that. Ryan's rant's got a nice tone to it. Ryan's rant. Yeah. You know, Grant and rant, that goes together too, but Ryan's rant is pretty darn good. Uh, (laughs) All right, so I'll ask Ryan this question soon, right? Yes, very soon. Next week. Next week, we will have information on the website for you to get your shirts. And uh, maybe we might just be wearing one on the show too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you know that David Blaine was on the uh, Jimmy Fallon? I'd have never watched Jimmy's show. I wouldn't know if, who was on there, you know? So there we go. I, I'm not up that late. <laughs> I've got an eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Um, co-host and co-rant. Gotta love it. Perfect. I love it. There we go. There you know? we go. Ryan's Learning getting there. Best. See, this is what happens when you hang out with Grant Napier over a period of time. Your personality changes, okay? <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Ryan's wife, Ryan's wife's in the background going, hey, let me tell you something. I like Grant, but don't ever be like Grant. Don't sound don't, don't, I don't want my husband getting attacked by our viewers and our listeners, all right, because he's rude and he's obnoxious to the fans. And <laughs> this Grant Napier, he's a bad influence. He's got you shaving your head. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. What's wrong with me? All right. Here's some other scores tonight. The Pistons beat the Spurs. Uh, the Suns get a road win in Indiana, 117-104. They're now 31-27. and uh, the Sixers beat the Knicks 119 to 108. Boston cruises over the Hornets. Boston is now 40 and 16. Jazz get the road win in Toronto 122 to 116. Uh, the Heat edge the Rockets 97 to 95 in Miami. Yes. And the uh, Grizzlies knock off the Timberwolves 128 to 107. Cavs a winner in New Orleans 118 to 107. And the Thunder. How about the Thunder tonight? 138. The Blazers 129. The wow. Bucks beat the Clippers 119 to 106. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Do not, 
Take your eyes off the Oklahoma City Thunder. They are my sleeper yes, team in the West to get into the get into the dance. Yes, sir. They they are playing such great basketball and sneaky yeah. good basketball too. Um, it, speaking, we're talking about them, but you talked about a couple teams from the East. Do you think it's a two team race between yeah. Boston and Milwaukee right now? I do. I can't. I have no confidence in James Harden in a uh, big game, and so. I would say it's those two. I did not see Jimmy Butler hit the game winner. Miami's really a completely different team than they were uh, last year, you know? Much so uh, I don't really understand Lydia's comment that Hurton or Herter is not Halliburton. No one ever said he was Halliburton, did he? Did they? Uh, might have probably Brandon in the chat. Yeah, probably. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know what the hate is on Herter. He's just not shooting the ball well from three right now, but I'm with you. I, I don't understand that either, you know? That's fans. Fans just, you know, uh, Shea Gillis Alexander, okay, is the real freaking deal. SGA is really, really good. We saw that in Sacramento a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And you know what's really impressive about him? He leads the league in free throw attempts. Yeah. At at the entire NBA. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I'll tell you what else uh, you might want to do this weekend, and that is take advantage of the weekend brunch at Bennett's, Roseville, and Sacramento. Eureka in Roseville, Howe and Fair Oaks in Sacramento. They have a fabulous menu, prime seafood and steaks. Uh, my favorite seafood is the redfish with the sautéed spinach. And then if I'm doing steak, uh, tough to beat the bone-in ribeye in the prime New York. I have had the porterhouse outstanding they have uh, prime fillets. They have hanger steak. It's all there for you, Bennett's. And don't forget, they're coming to Rockland soon to the Blue Oaks Town Center. That's Bennett's big time King supporters as well. Get to one of their locations and enjoy yourself a fabulous meal. Fabulous. You had the redfish too, didn't you, recently? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's actually what my wife had on her birthday. Uh-huh. Oh, it's so good. It's so that good. That is good. Yeah. Yep. Oh, we got people still laughing at your rant, it says here. Wow. All right. All right. All right. The Rams, James, the Rams Donald, brothers. Yeah, Donald says he's not hating on Herter. Okay, well, we're, we appreciate that. You know, I wouldn't hate on uh, him just because he's not shooting well from downtown. Uh, I would <laughs> say this, okay? I've been talking about this for several weeks. I do think the Kings are spiraling downward, and I don't – I think they're going to make the playoffs, but I don't think that they are going to be a top-four seed. They have a bone-in ribeye, which is phenomenal. They do have ribeyes. I recommend a bone-in ribeye. It's outstanding. All right? Don't sleep right. on the hanger steak. I prefer steak. prime rib or steak. I prefer steak. I'm a big steak guy. I like prime rib, but give me a, a, a well-cut steak. Love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. How do you, how do you take your steak, Grant? Because I, uh, I can't medium. do the people that – medium? Okay. Because yeah, there is nothing – If I'm doing a um, – uh, Certain cuts of beef, I will do medium rare, but I do medium. Anything over okay. medium, I can eat, but I've, it's to me medium or or medium rare. But medium is the way I order it ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, if I if I'm cooking out steaks and maybe John's watching or listening, I know he's a big barbecuer. <laughs> and you come to my house and you ask for something well done. If it's a steak, I'm just yeah. gonna grab a boot out of the closet <laughs> and get you a fork and a knife. Don't disrespect uh, a nice cut of meat. Steak with beer or wine, both. Absolutely. You know what? You know what? I didn't. I I never drank wine. We used to go on Napa trips, right? And we'd yeah. go with like eight, ten people. And I would bring in the in the car. I would bring a a cooler of Coors Lights, and I never drank wine. Never drank white wine or red wine. And then 
when Vladi became the general manager and hired Peja, we would go out to dinner quite often on the road. And Peja would, is a wine connoisseur. And he's like, you don't drink wine? Buddy, you're going to drink wine tonight, buddy. Get him a glass. So I started drinking red wine, always red wine with Peja. And I started going, wow, this is really good. And he's like, duh. And he goes, see, you like it, don't you? I go, well, you know, I'm not crazy about it. And then after a couple of years, I now enjoy red wine. So nice. what about you? You know, I mean, I, I'll tell you this. I always ask people about, uh, like, does it does it make the food taste better or different with wine? I'm not that guy. Okay, I'm I'm not that guy. Like, you know, where like if you walk into a restaurant, a really fine restaurant, and it tells you which wine pairs good with the with the right. meal. I'm not that right. guy. Give me give me a freaking cheeseburger from Burger King. All right, I'm not that guy. All right, so not a big deal. Uh, I'll tell you one thing though. I'm not drinking any wine or uh, tonight because there's nothing to celebrate with this Kings win, is there? Nope. I mean, I mean this loss. I mean, there's nothing. I I will take some solace out of the fact that they in the loss. I thought they looked more like the team I'm expecting to see in the third and fourth quarters. I, I was encouraged with that second half. That's what you take from it. it, it it's a, it's a positive, but it's also one of those frustrating things as a Kings fan because you see that they can do it. Um, but yeah, it was that's the positive you take away, and it's better that it happened in the second half because now it can roll over to the first quarter against Dallas tomorrow again. All right. Uh, again, the Kings and the Mavs tomorrow. Ryan and I will be with you again tomorrow at halftime and after the game. My projected, I think the Kings are going to end up sixth in the West, which is fine. If you told me right now, would you take six and just not play the rest of the season? I would say, yeah, give me six. I really would. The danger is anything below six when you have to play in that play. And that's a very dicey situation. Look at last year. New Orleans got in at number nine and they went into the playoffs. Here's what I would tell you. I think, and it's only going to be fitting because of what the last 16 years have looked like. I think the last game of the season is going to come down to whether they are in the sixth seed or whether they are in the plan. And I think they are going to ultimately end up in the plan. Okay. I wouldn't surprise me with the schedule they have and based on where they're playing now. All right. I have to ask you this question. Yeah. Because it is a possibility. What would happen if the Kings collapsed after the All-Star break and weren't a top 10 seed? What would the narrative be? Would this be a complete, I know what it would be. It'd be like, why the hell did they extend Monty McNair? Why didn't he make a deal at the deadline? Same old Kings, blah, 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 blah. I don't think that's going to happen, but it could happen based on how bunched up everyone is. And if Fox were to go down or Sabonis, this team would have some serious issues. What would happen if we're talking after 82 games and there's no more basketball for the Kings. So if there's an injury, I don't think it's as bad. Okay. But um, if we if the Kings collapse, I, and you guys in the chat, you can agree or disagree. I think this will be secondary to 2002. I, I think, and a lot of people around here have never let go of 2002. That collapse and not making the playoffs after the excitement and the wave that they have been on all year it's just something the fans will not let go i mean as a fan then looking at going into a 17th season without making the playoffs with two all-stars yeah it it would be impossible to swallow oh 
All right. Well, I hope that's not the uh, the story. I, again, I don't want to get way ahead of ourselves here. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I think the reality is that this team is good enough to be a top six seed. And thank you very much for checking that out. It was a lot of fun. The Kings, to me, have enough talent where they should be at, at the worst six. I really believe that. Barring, barring, as you said, an injury that we can't forecast. Yeah, and even if they did collapse, I don't that that wouldn't be on the front office, Armani McNair. I mean, the, he put them in a position to succeed. You got to remember, it's ultimately up to these players to execute, and they're not executing right now, mm-hmm. Grant. They're just not. All right, so we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, I want to thank everyone for joining us here on the post-game show. Uh, Ryan, let's hope for a better outcome tomorrow, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you guys all so much, Grant. Thank you as always. Have a good night, okay? Good rant by Ryan too, buddy. Thanks, bud. (laughs) All right. Uh, I hope you all enjoy your Friday night, and we'll see if they can uh, bounce back tomorrow. And I'll be here with Ryan on If You Don't Like That. So long, everybody. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.